Once upon a time, in a faraway land, I woke up and realized I am going to be a dentist. <laughs> Said like no one ever. These are the real stories, not fairy tales, as we go behind the smiles. This is a podcast where we interview and chat with some of the biggest leaders in dentistry, learn their stories, and share their motivation with your host, Dr. Gina Dorfman. Today's podcast is brought to you by Yappy, an automated paperless software for dentists and their teams. Learn more at yappyapp.com. This podcast episode is a special two-part feature. You're currently listening to part one. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Smiles. I am really excited today because I am here with my good friend, Lacey Phillips, and her partner, Bonnie Pugh of Practice Dynamics. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the show. How are you today? We're great. Thanks for having us. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many questions for you today, but before we get started... I would love to learn a little bit more about your background and your journey in dentistry. Lacey, let's start with you. How did you end up in dentistry? So I actually, um, I started out as a chairside assistant while I was going to college and I didn't even apply for the job. It was kind of crazy. I applied for a job at a medical receptionist. A dentist called me and said he needed a chairside assistant and I was very reluctant to go to work for him. And that was in, um, I want to say it was like August of 92. We're going to bleed that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I just figure, I think, how crazy is that? I, uh, I was going, going to college to have my own talk show and started out as a chairside assistant. And now in 2019, um, I have a talk show every time I step on the dental stage. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> That's awesome. And how did you end up in, um, you know, how did you end up being a consultant or a coach? Um, What is that transition from being a dental assistant working to your side? And then, you know, there you are. I mean, I remember you um, hearing you first speak at the CDA in Anaheim a few years ago, let's just say. (laughs) And you were fantastic. It was a huge room and everyone was just mesmerized because you had that amazing energy. And I saw you again, uh, maybe a year later at the townie meeting. How did you transition from chair side to stage? Well, I think like a lot of us in the dental office, we, we get to a point where we know we can do a little bit more, right? So I, I, you know, honestly, I was a terrible chairside assistant. I just don't have that knack for being able to sit still and really pay attention to. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'd like to say now that I'm older, I'm better, but I still just you know, I like to be doing and, and, and moving all the time. And so I, I always say I was promoted in quotation marks. I was promoted to the business office and, and it was a good fit for me. It was, I got to answer the phone. I got to talk to patients all the time. I learned about healthcare and oral systemic health and how to present treatment plans and ask pe- I love taking people's money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was a really good fit for me. And after doing that for about 14 years, I just, um, 
I knew that I, I would love to do a little bit more. I knew that my dream had always been to be an, a public speaker, a paid public speaker. And I also knew that I had this great, I had some amazing networks in the industry. And I was very fortunate enough to grow up in the dental industry with some great mentors. And, um, you know, to be completely honest, I was working for a dentist in Phoenix and he sent me to SCN, which is the speaking consulting network. He sent me in his place and it was probably the worst thing he ever did because (laughs) (laughs) I met all of these amazing people. Linda Miles was just so welcoming and amazing. And I I just met these amazing people and they said to me, you work in a dental office answering the phones and as well, you know, as we all know, it's so much more than that, but they just kind of for the next year said, you know, Lacey, you, you should speaking, you should be helping other team members realize their potential and help them become successful. And so in 2004, I actually left the dental practice and, and ventured out there. And it's been an amazing experience. And and um, I, I met Bonnie when I worked in the dental office. I'll give her a little plug real quick because she's very good about not plugging herself. She <laughs> <laughs> was working for CareStream at the time, I always like to say she kind of was CareStream, but she was working for CareStream at the time, which was also Kodak. And I met her when I worked in the dental office. And, you know, there are just those people who enter your life and you know that you either knew them before or that you were absolutely meant to be together in this life. And she was already married, so we had to be best friends. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> because we became soul sisters and we and we were friends when I worked in the dental practice and anytime I would go to a meeting I would run to the exhibit floor to see if she was there at the care stream booth and we would have lunch together dental to get or dinner together and then an amazing opportunity presented itself and in the summer of 2012 we joined forces and created um, practice dynamics which has been an absolutely amazing experience I think it's kind of a cool story when you think about a small town girl from New Mexico who was a chairside assistant and this uh, little Miss Southern Charm who was running a, a multi-million dollar corporation and we came together to form, I, look, she's rolling her eyes, um, we came together to form this coaching and, and it's, a perfect, it's just a perfect fit and I couldn't ask for anything different or better. This is awesome. It really is an inspiring story. And you know what? I can relate because my um, journey in dentistry, well, I started as a file clerk, but very quickly I went to the back. Um, I was a chairside assistant for like two weeks. I was the worst chairside assistant ever. I don't know how I didn't get fired sooner. I also was, again, promoted to the front desk. Um, but I had the same problem. Sitting down and focusing on something is is practically impossible. I have all those ideas in my, my mind and I need to be talking and it's hard to do with a mask on. Uh, and even in dentistry, the only procedures that I love doing as a dentist are the ones where I can, you know, do something quickly and move on. Anything that takes a while, like endo, is just not my, you know. <laughs> we love our personality, endo is the worst thing you can make us do. Like you sit there and you file and you file. <laughs> 
It's like, oh, I know everybody needs it and some people dig it. Thank God for those people who dig it. But for our type of personality, it's it's torture. Like if you want to put me in a timeout, make me go sit through Indo. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I feel exactly the same way. Well, Bonnie, I want to learn about your journey in yeah. dentistry. Uh, how did you get started and how did you end up here? Almost similar start as Lacey um, back in... 1988. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to leave that out. <laughs> I, was, I was working my way through college, applied to a dental office, was hired. About a, nine months into that experience, they were actually one of the first offices to run the SoftNet software in the country. Wow. It started in Baltimore, Maryland. So we were one of like 75 users. And I talked to the programmers a lot. I was going to college for marketing and technology, and um, dentistry was not on my, my life plan. <laughs> Silly me thinking I had a plan. <laughs> uh, I used to talk to the owners of the SoftNet software for various reasons. They were in their homes working, um, and they said, hey, we're going to really take this thing to a national level. We're gonna, we need somebody to help us. Would you apply? And I did. <laughs> and it worked out. <laughs> 23 years with what is now CareStream um, in multiple different roles, obviously, starting out with the SoftNet software um, in support. But I think the biggest thing I love there is I went into a product line management role and I, I headed up their KOL leadership program. And I loved being with the dental teams and the KOLs in their offices. And I just found my passion. And I think when, when you're with Corporate, corporate served its purpose in my life, but I got to a point where I felt like I wasn't effective, affecting change the way my heart needed to affect change. So like Lacey said, this wonderful opportunity with my, my soul sister presented itself and it was a leap of faith that I will never regret doing. That's awesome. And, you know, it's funny, you, you started in software and you ended up in, in dentistry. And for me, it was kind of the other way around. I started in <laughs> dentistry and that led me into software. I mean, I'm still in dentistry, but, uh, um, you know, I, I love to, in fact, you know, what I, what I find interesting is that, and I can see where your soul sisters, because you both love technology, you, you, Bonnie, starting with soft dent. And I know Lacey was for a while working with paperless technologies, which is, yeah. you know, it, I, I kind of think it's our predecessor, right? Um, oh my gosh. Sure. You know, 2004, Dr. Gina, 2004 was paperless technologies. And think about it. They had the tablets. And they actually integrated the data back into the software in 2004. It was, it was, it was a fun little 18 months that I got to ride with them. That was awesome. <laughs> so that, I mean, that's when we saw Yappy, that's why we were excited because we we're like, okay, they, somebody who gets it, she's an actual dentist. She works in a practice. She knows what she wants. And now she's like, they're writing the software to make it work. So, um, Super, super exciting times. The, yes, absolutely. And yes, 2004, they were just, just a little early for their times. And, and that's 
And that's really sad. And, and so we, um, I think iPads came out in 2008 and, and by 2009, we had the product already. And, and even then, I remember uh, showing this product to Larry Emmett and he said, you know, your product solves the problem that dentists don't know they have. And that was 2009. And now there's not a single patient communication software that's not offering uh, some sort of online or iPad forms. And we're thinking we started it, but really paperless technologies did. And, and I have to give them credit for that. Do you still keep in touch? Just curious. I keep in touch with Travis. So Wade, um, Wade is an attorney. He was an attorney by trade. And of course, Travis worked for Dentrix at the time. He was a... Um, he was an IT guy and a, and a trainer and a sales guy for Dentrix at the time. And I was actually a Dentrix trainer. I was living in Phoenix, working in the dental office, and I was a Dentrix trainer. And he reached out to me. Actually, they came to the practice I was working in, and they showed the product. And uh, I was just immediately blown away. I was like, this is the coolest thing I have ever seen. And <laughs> Uh, I was a very bad girl. I booked myself a flight to Colorado. I, I called Travis and said, hey, I want to come talk to you about this. And I booked myself a flight and I flew to Denver and rented a car and drove to his house and had a meeting with him and Wade. And I said, "What? so what are, what are you guys doing? Like, what's your plan? And, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to do this. And I was sitting there and I said to him, I think you should hire me as your national sales manager and I'm going to get regional regional sales managers and then they're going to be responsible for local sales managers and we're going to push this out all over the nation. And they both just looked at me and they're like... <laughs> and I flew back home. I called my, at the time, husband from, and I said, I, I think I just got a new job and I'm going to go in on Monday and quit the office and I'm going to go be a national sales manager for paperless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, that uh, cool. What is, uh, what is Travis doing now? Just curious. He's still doing some IT stuff. You know, he's, he's got that IT mind. He's one of those one of those guys that sit in a basement and build things and the rest of us love it. You know, I think you have a brother like that, don't you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now I, I've uh, referred him to some offices and to some people who have projects and they're like, we want to see if this will work. And I'll say, oh, I've got an IT guy for you. And so I still kind of refer some software stuff to him. He's just got one of those minds. That's awesome. And, you know, I now have a son. My son is 14. And, you know, previously, like even six months ago, I'd go into his room and I'm like, you got to read a book. And he's on his video game playing Fortnite or something like that. And like any time that he wasn't doing homework, he's a good student, but anytime he's not doing homework, he is on that computer playing a game. And all of a sudden he comes to me, he goes, um, I need to ask you for something, but you need to sit down. And I'm like, oh my God, he's 14. <laughs> Like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> what is he going to ask for? So I sit down. He goes, I need you to buy me a book. <laughs> a book? Like, you're going to read? He's like, yes, I need you to write me a book on Python, which is a programming language. And so I'm like, you know what? I, I, I was hoping you'll ask for, like, crime and punishment or, like, some classic. But 
you know, I'll buy you a book. So I bought him a book. And now every time I walk into his room, he's on the computer writing code. I have no idea what he's, and sometimes he shows it off and it's, and it's, it's just the fun little, you know, games and things, but it's just awesome to see him all of a sudden discover this hobby and, and, and just, and be so into it, you know, as long as the FBI doesn't show up at your door, right? (laughs) (laughs) we would definitely like to avoid that (laughs) but he's a he's a cool kid like he's he's he has a brain so i don't think he'll he'll do something like that my brother on the other hand that's another (laughs) i want to talk about practice dynamics now i i know that you are a, a consultancy you're coaches uh tell me about what you do and what your philosophy is Go ahead, Liz. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, you had asked me before we started rolling if, there was a, if, if we wanted to be called coaches or consultants. And, I mean, I feel like in one hand it's the same thing and then it's not. You know, growing up in the dental office, we had plenty of consultants come in. Some of them were amazing and I still to this day use some of the verbal skills I was taught. Um, loved, oh my God, Jennifer D. St. George. I remember her coming in in the early 90s and I just thought she was the coolest thing in the whole world. So I still use some of her verbal skills. But then you also have that that stigmatism, that persona that a, a consultant comes in and fires everybody and changes the entire office, right? And that's not at all what we do. It's also not that walking in with a three ring binder and saying, here, read this, follow these instructions and you'll be successful. You'll see growth. It's going to be amazing. We consider ourselves coaches, really, truly. We observe the team, the playing field, um, how everybody works together the players on the field, and then we look at their plays, essentially, and we say, how can we help you guys be more effective, more efficient? How can we make sure that passion starts from leadership and trickles down to the rest of the team, and then you have ownership mentality? How do we ensure that you're utilizing your technology to the very best of your ability, and it's not overwhelming you, but it allows you to have more time with the patient, with the people who count the most. So systems, teams, technology is kind of our tagline. It's, it's 100% what we believe in. The world revolves with systems in place. And that's, that's where we start. 100%. We take a look at systems. We look at the business of dentistry. How are they doing? Then we look at the teams. Like I said, passion starts from leadership at the top. And then because of, I think, our history, how we grew up, Bonnie and I love our technology. We love paperless. We love digital dentistry. We love electronic everything. You know, I mean, yes, there are some paper. There's always going to be paper. But for the most part, having an electronic office and really utilizing those systems is the best part for us. As a matter of fact, for the last couple of years, Bonnie and I have been building writing, implementing this amazing SOP manual. And it, it is, if I do say so myself, it is one of the best things we have ever done because, you know, we walk into practices and we realize maybe they don't have an AM huddle or they have an AM huddle, but they don't have an agenda for it. And so it's kind of willy-nilly every single morning. You get what you get, but there's no real mission to the AM huddle. Or surprisingly enough, a, fin- a simple financial arrangement. 
Many offices don't have a financial arrangement that every single office or every single patient should receive, you know, or maybe they don't have a, a systematic tray set up in the clinical area. Like this is how we want the tray set up for composites every single time. So we, we find those, we've been finding those missing systems over the years. And then we sat down one day and we say, you know, we give them pieces of systems. We should just make the whole big bad boy. We'll take what they currently have, customize it, brand it, uh, make it gorgeous in a living, breathing document that changes with theirs. And then we also will have our 50 best of class, you know, essentially. So what they don't have, we do have. And um, it's, it's pretty cool. It, it is pretty cool. But again, it, it always starts with systems for us. I love everything that you just said because, and I'm going to brag a little. I, it's maybe a lot. I'm going to brag. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an amazing office. I started from scratch in uh, 2002, and we've grown into this massive office. I have currently four associates. Um, I have, we, we have a total of about 30 people. And with all that, I'm still primarily dedicating my time to, um, to Yappy, to my software company. I, I travel a lot. I get time to speak. I, I have time to write. Um, I am, uh, my family, um, uh, took a vacation in, in, um, in Hawaii, on Maui, for a month last summer. We're going to do this again this summer. And everyone always asks me, like, how are you able to take the time off from the office and and still run this, you know, amazing, massive dental practice? And the truth is, is that, um, you know, I don't. I took the time to build a great team. They get all the credit. We took the time to create our systems, our SOPs. I have four binders. Each binder is like four inches thick, full of systems. This is how we do things in the office. And we leverage technology to be more efficient. And, and this is really how I can do things. And so when I talk to other dentists, a lot of dentists ask me for my SOPs. And, you know, it doesn't... I can put them in a draw box, but they need their own. They need customized SOPs. And so when you started talking about your SOP, that you took the time to create that SOP that you can then take to the office and cut and take their systems and customize it for them. I think that's so incredibly, incredibly valuable. So let me first, you know, I want to clarify something. Do you guys go into offices? You, you physically go into offices and, and you, you coach teams, right? Is that correct, Bonnie? We do. We do. Absolutely. We'll go into practices. We'll help them. We can do project-oriented coaching, or we can do full-on consult- consulting and coaching. But we do do, like, if they just want a systems manual. We can do that remotely. Um, we can do that one site with them to get it done a little quicker. But yes, we're absolutely walking the talk with them and, and kind of, we almost become team members. That's the thing that you started with teams when you were talking about your your office and bragging a little bit teams is kind of in the middle of ours. Cause we believe that teams holds everything else together. We can, we can write that systems manual. We can put it in place. We can put all the technology in place you want, but if you don't have that middle piece, which is that strong team, it all falls apart. It's, it's worthless in the effort you're putting into it. You need that team. It's the P it's the glue between the two. 
So I love what you said. It kind of matches what we do when we go into offices. And that's why I w- I'm so excited to, um, to, to have you on the show today because I know how um, uh, similarly minded we are and, and, and I really wanted for you guys to share your thoughts with my audience. Uh, let's talk about teams first because, you know, and again, with SOPs, with technology, you got to get the team involved in the process. And even when we, you know, when we put our software in practices, we let them know that the first thing you need to do is you appoint a technology champion implementation champion and and you get the team on board because if you don't get the team on board your technology or our technology it's awesome but it's not going to work for you so how do we go about building a strong team what's the process there Uh, you know what you know what amazes me and and i don't know why we do this in dentistry (laughs) we throw people in a chair be it a clinical chair or a business chair we throw them in a chair and kind of say okay ready go Right. <laughs> I mean, that was certainly how I was trained in both instances. We, I'm amazed at, at how we don't have orientation or onboarding in place. And then how do we retain a happy team, right? And so for me, it starts from before you even hire somebody. And it goes, it goes back to systems, but it's all about the team. If you're not really, truly even prepared to hire an amazing person, you're not going to keep an amazing person. If you're not prepared, uh, if you don't know even how much you can pay that person or what your expectations are, how on earth are you going to attract that person to you? And so for me, it starts with the, the very simple things. You know, how do we know who to hire? How many team members do we need? What personality types, listening styles do they need to have? Um, Bonnie and I love DISC. We're big into having the right people in the right seat on the right bus. And then the whole onboarding and expectations for me is huge. So funny story, Bonnie is the brains behind this operation 100%. You know, I'm kind of the... uh, (laughs) So I had never even heard the term onboarding until... I started working with Bonnie because it's not something I had ever experienced in a dental office. Now, of course, I have to admit the first time, first couple of times she said it, I had no idea what she was saying because she's got a little bit of an East Coast accent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So for us, we have this 30-day, 60-day, and 90-day onboarding, and it's a checklist of expectations. By the end of 30 days, this is where... We expect you to be, and here's the tools and the training that we're going to give you to get there. And then at the end of 30 days, we look at that and say, are, are you where you need to be? And if they are, we move on to 60 days at the end of 60 days. So at the end of, at the end of their probationary period, they should fall right in line with every single superb team member that we have on the team. So that, that's where it starts for me. And then you get into that whole, how do we keep them passionate? How do we help them buy into and have that ownership mentality where they're just as involved in the office as ownership or administration is? Thank you for listening to Behind the Smiles. This podcast episode was brought to you by Yappy. Not only does Yappy automate the busy work, it lets you get back to focusing on what's most important, your patience. So take a complimentary demo today at yappyapp.com.